Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. If you are watching, we've got a special guest in the studio today. Finley is joining us because we are going to talk about caring for your senior dog. And if you haven't joined us before, I am Megan Wargula, and I'm author of the Riley Carson book series, which has been described as Nancy Drew meets Animal Rescue. So I am very passionate about dogs and helping dogs have better lives. And I'm Michael, and I'm her husband. I've always been a dog fan, and then I married this this one, and it went to the next level, and she's making me hats like this and T-shirts. So, yeah, so it's it's our passion to do this so yeah and my dog nerdiness has rubbed off I mean I god bless him (laughs) (laughs) but saying in saying that I'm easy to to shop for aren't I I mean oh yeah it's got a dog dog on it it. just buy it (laughs) so um we've got Finley in the studio and um I think he's warm from sitting in my lap but um we wanted to talk about senior dogs and some issues that we've seen come up with R2 because they're both seniors now. And Finley is 16. And we have had a couple of incidents recently that have come up. And we thought, you know, it's a good time to talk to people about, you know, how to help care for your pet as they age. So um, you want to tell them kind of what happened? Yeah. So Easter Sunday, we were um, going out to visit your parents and uh, we were taking the dogs out. And uh, we were coming back in because it was raining, and they don't like to go outside when it's raining. And I'm sure a lot of you guys deal with that, too. So we have to take them out to the front. They don't like to go in the backyard and potty. So we have to put them on their leashes right. and take them out front because for whatever reason, I guess all the other dog smells, it's like, okay, I'll go here. And so we were we were heading back in, and uh, Finley misjudged um, the step and kind of took a, a header right into the step. And it, uh, it, I, he was right next to me and I didn't see it, but I heard it sounded like his jaw hit the yeah. cement stoop. So, um, that was scary. And I checked him over and he seemed okay, but we did take him into our vet. Right. And, um, she said he needed to come in and he had, yeah. And our, our vet is awesome. So she, she does, um, doggy, uh, chiropractic. And she also does um, the uh, acupuncture acupuncture, and traditional Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine. So it's as well as traditional American or U.S. medicine, too, or or modern medicine, Western, Western medicine. She does. So she covers everything and she does the yeah, the other stuff. So, yeah. So he she definitely said, you know, your intuition was right. He is in some pain. So she. You know, we we tend to be really uh, holistic and natural when it comes to anything for them. But um, you know, we he was she could tell he was in a lot of pain. And these these guys, you know, I don't know about your dog breed, but border terriers tend to be stoic. They tend to not show when they're in pain. So um, we didn't have a lot of signs, but there was a lot of panting when he wasn't hot. Um, and just I could tell when he was trying to lay down, he was like, "Oh, you don't want to lay down all the way." So. Right. We got him some medicines, and and everything was getting better. And then last Thursday happened. Right. So we had uh, we our dogs like to play 
with the dog next door. <laughs> so basically, a fence fight. Um, if you have terriers, you you understand. Right. There's somebody on the other side of that fence, and they have to bark. And we I think we talked before that we had aggressive right. neighbor dogs early on in their lives that used to um, fence fight, and so. These two, they don't really go to the one side where the little poodle is. They go to the other side where the other guy is because that was where the aggressive dogs live. So, yeah. And and he was, he doesn't realize, hey, I'm 16. I need to kind of, to him, when that happens, it it just, the trigger goes off. And he took off, uh, and we have a little vegetable garden there. It's raised uh, by about the size of a two by four, maybe a little bit more. And uh, he misjudged there and took another header uh, this, this time into the dirt. And um, and it was a little scary. And um, let me, I'll let Megan pick it up from there. Yeah, what, let what? me pick it up because Michael was um, inside. And again, this happened on my watch, which was difficult for me. So I knew that the dog was outside. Um, so I actually took him over. I, I've been carrying him in and out, you know, because we just have one step. But I've been carrying him in and out. And I could hear that the dog was there and I didn't want him to, you know, go crazy. So I carried him over there and let him bark at the fence and then picked him up and, you know, took him over to the middle of the yard to go to the bathroom. Well, Riley got riled up again by the dog next door and started going crazy. So Finley had to join in. And like Michael said, you know, and there are days when he doesn't do that. I think he's having his old man days, as we say, and he's just like, "Eh, I don't have the energy. But on Thursday, he had the energy and he was like, I'm going to go bark at that fence. And I'm watching it happen and I'm like, oh no, I see him start leaping before he should. And that got me really nervous. So I was like, you know, I'm telling him to stop the whole time and, you know, he's not listening because he's going, you know, he's, he's feeling like he's six, not 16. So he, he hit the two by four, I think with a leg or a shoulder, and then he, face planted in the dirt like nose first it was terrifying to watch and then he was kind of on his back and he was uh, pawing at his eyes because you know he got a face full of dirt and um, I scooped him up and I'm brushing the dirt off of his face and um, I set him down again back in the middle of the yard to go to the bathroom and he he looked like he was maybe trying to pee like a girl dog or then he was kind of hunching up like he had to poop and I was I was like, do you have to go potty? What's, you know, and and he clearly did not have to go to the bathroom. I thought he had paralyzed himself and it Mm. was so frightening. So I, I grabbed him, ran upstairs, told Michael, Hey, we gotta, we gotta call the vet, see if they can, of course it was 445 or 430, you know, it never happens at 9am. No, no, you guys know that it always happens at, you know, late in the day or at nights and weekends. So, uh, we called the vet And I set him down in my office upstairs on the carpet and he starts walking around like normal. Yeah. And the vet tells me we've already got an emergency. This particular doctor who does chiropractic and acupuncture, she's not in today. So, you know, really not sure what we could do anyway. And lo and behold, Finley gets up on his hind legs, puts his front paws on the trash can and pulls a a tea bag wrapper out of the trash can. And I was like, okay, well, I guess he's okay. Guess he's, uh, guess he's feeling a little bit better, but we knew we needed to take him in. So we saw, um, our doctor yesterday and, you know, in addition to being a DVM, she's got specialties in traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture and chiropractic. So, um, she said that he had hurt his left shoulder and his lumbar area, and so she 
did a chiropractic adjustment. And I had mentioned that I think that, you know, it's a, an issue with vision. So she thoroughly checked his eyes out, and it turns out that he's basically almost blind in his right eye and has got a lot of vision loss in the left eye, right? Right. And, and if you've ever known anyone that has one eye or, or loses vision for temporary time, you lose depth perception, and that would explain a lot of the reasons why we're jumping too soon to go over something that we that's not very high, uh, that we've gone over a hundred times, thousands of times. And so and that explains that part of it. And it's part of the getting old process. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's brought on by cataracts. There is a surgery you can do for it, but at 16, our doctors advised against it because the there's a high chance that, yeah, it could fix the cataracts, but it could also start the slide. And, and he's, for his age, he's in really good health. Um, we had a scare um, about two years ago, and, mm-hmm. and I actually took him into a specialist, and they did an X-ray scan of, of his internal organs. <laughs> they said he's got an internal organs of like a seven or eight year old dog. And when we had um, we had a, another vet that thought he had a, a heart problem, and we had gone to the specialist for um, an echo, uh, was it an ultrasound or echo on his heart? And the result was he his heart doesn't even look at the time he was fourteen. He doesn't even look fourteen. He's right. got a really great. So we're very blessed. So we we just got to thinking like you know we're we've already made some changes in our household for him. In fact, when he took his first tumble, I've just been carrying him. So we're not allowing him up and down the stairs. Um, he's got a ramp to get on and off the sofa. Um, we're talking about making a ramp out the back because there's just one step. But you know. Yeah. One step, you know, for an old dog is... Especially when you don't have your depth perception like he doesn't have. And, and you run the risk. And then there's days, and we all have days, where we just don't feel good. And it's a kind of a struggle to to maybe go up some stairs or something where you leapt up them the day before. So we're going to take that out of the scenario. We'll build a little ramp for him so he doesn't have to kind of pull himself into the house after he's gone outside. So Yeah, so we're, we've kind of already started with that. So let's talk about the things that you can do with your for your senior dog as your dog ages. So accommodations around the house. So we just touched on that. Ramps, um, supportive dog beds. So here's something interesting that I learned, which is, you know, we always tend to gravitate towards the really cushiony, soft pillow-like beds, but when your dog ages, they need a firmer, uh, more like foam, memory foam kind of dog bed because Mm. they need something firm to press up on because their joints and bones are achy. I think that's why Riley sleeps on those pillows that we have. We have these memory foam pillows pillows that didn't work for us, and so we um, stacked them down on the sofa so that the dogs could lay on them because they like to be high up. Mm -hmm. And so we've got two of those together, and that's her preferred place to sleep. So I think that's... uh, And they're firm. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why they didn't work for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, just, you know, making accommodations, like taking them out on a leash when you go outside. I mean, now... I'm not taking him out on a leash, but if I hear the dog is out next door, I'll put him on a leash, you know, yeah. just things like that. Because the, like two days later, he was out pottying in the yard and he heard that dog. And I, you know, I, I got to him. He actually, before I got to him, he got to the garden and he stopped and he hopped in carefully. And then he hit his face on the tomato cage. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So there is something to, yeah, he's definitely got eye problems. So, yeah, so minor modifications, uh, to your, to your house as your, as your family member gets a little bit older. I think, you know, we're not saying, you know, hire a handyman. I think there's a, mostly a lot of to do stuff, but if there's something that's outside of your, uh, comfort zone, you know, maybe look at a local handyman. It, but, you know, all they, of them can do it. Yeah, yeah, like a ramp to the outside. But, yeah. you know, there are um, soft steps for beds and, and sofas and things like that. Yeah, if that you, you cruise can, Amazon, you'll you'll find a lot mm-hmm. of those. Absolutely. And in addition to that, this isn't accommodations around the house, but this has to do with this, is that some people will put um, bath mats or yoga mats on hardwood surfaces so the mm. dogs can walk easily. And... Um, I did not know this, but I I saw a video. If you know if this is accurate or not, let me know. But apparently dogs' nails grow faster as they're older, which seems to be the case with us because I think we're always... I would agree with that. ...doing his nails. But um, the the nails need to be trimmed so that the pad... They're they're even with the pads because the pads need to be giving them the friction and the the, the grip on the ground. Yeah, and you want to make sure too, that you're trimming the hair, especially if you have hardwood floors, but in general, you want to trim the hair between the pads too, because that becomes slick, like wearing socks. Yeah. And, uh, and if you get a, your dog groomed, your groomer is doing that. But if you do it yourself, you definitely have to trim between the paws. Right. Because what happens, if you'll allow or, me, what happens is, is they're having to now stabilize themselves because their feet are wanting to go like this. Uh, because they don't have that friction holding them down. So then it works muscles that they normally wouldn't work, and it can, as they get older, uh, can be a uh, you know detriment to yeah, them. Yeah, even if the nails are not trimmed all the way, they can start walking on, like, the, the, heel, the heel kind of, yeah. yeah. So the, it, it, And then, as you know, once you start walking funny, you know. It affects everything. It everything. Fe- affects everything upward. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um. Let's talk about supplements. So um, here we've got Cosequin, which we've started Finley on due to his, you know, aging joints. And then we have um, hemp oil, which, you know, this is our little miracle drug here that um, is a natural substance that we use. We've talked about it for Riley's anxiety and um, for Finley's aches and pains. So these are two supplements that are, are good and that we actually use. We are not paid to right. tell you about these, um, our our vet prescribed this, and and this is just glucosamine, um, and then this we started using. Gosh, over a year ago, maybe yeah, two and, years ago. And so the question of the day is: put down in the comments what supplements you use for your uh, pets. So yeah, maybe we can learn from you about yeah. something that we should ask our vet about. So with any of this stuff, please talk to your vet about it. Make sure that. Um, it's okay to use for any medicines that your dogs are on. Um, these two are, are naturally occurring substances, so hopefully they go with most of right. uh, anything that your dogs may be on. Um, so another thing is um, keep your dogs fit and active. Mm-hmm. So um, weight on a dog, especially you know a smaller dog, but any weight on a dog for um, an overweight situation is, is going to be really hard on their joints their back, everything. So keep your dogs at a good weight and um, get them exercise. Don't overdo it. You know, know your dog and look for the signs, but get them some exercise. Even if that means mental stimulation, like a puzzle game, um, you know, you could even take a kibble and hide it around a room in your house and let them use their nose to sniff it out. 
And that's yeah. one thing for sure. Finley's nose is still very strong. Yeah. And, and Megan mentioned, you know, going for walks and we're all taking a lot more walks now that we're all kind of quarantined in. Um, as your dogs get older, it's just like people, they can't walk as far or they can't walk as fast, uh, you know, so be mindful of that, pay attention to that. And, uh, also as we approach summer, um, you want to make sure that you're, you're not walking your dog or yourself in the heat of the, in the heat of the day. That's, it's not healthy for you and it's really not healthy for your dogs. And always, always, always never leave your dog in a car. Yeah. So don't get me started. That on has, that, one. <laughs> that doesn't matter how old the dog is. I'm not so. going to go down that road today. Yeah. I'll go. Down that I just road. threw that out there because it was part topic that we yeah, were talking about with timely. eat. So, um, patience is my next item. So, you know, just as we are aging every day, so is your dog and they are having changes in their brains, changes in things like vision. And we had noticed, you know, probably six months ago, Finley got real barky at mm-hmm. night and, and we, you know, we, we were sur- surmising it was probably due to vision changes or, you know, sundowner syndrome when the sun starts to get low and the shadows get long. Um, so I think we were right in that he was, you know, being overly barky because he was a little kind of freaked out maybe about where, you know, yeah. the, the changes in light since he does have these cataracts. So, um, you know, just, just know that, you know, you're going to be old someday too, and somebody's <laughs> going to be taking care of you and you want them to be patient with you. Um, so just be patient and, um, you know, that you're just, yeah. 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 It's. Because they're they're dealing with age just as we do, and it's changes, and there's hormonal changes that happen. There's um, you know vision changes. I mean, hearing, it, hear, yeah, hearing changes, and all of those things. When you can't communicate to the dog that is okay, uh, it, it, they start to you know maybe get a little anxious. So I think the thing to do is just be patient, like Megan said, and, and, and eventually it'll start settling down. I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's been really nice about this time with the dogs, even though quarantine is stressful for many, um, I've been able to tune in more to them and understand that like now I know when Finley barks, he's telling me, he needs to be carried down the stairs so he can go outside and go to the bathroom. That's generally what it is. Or it means that daddy just got on a conference call, so therefore <laughs> I need to bark so I can yeah. go downstairs. There's some of that, too. But, yes, exactly. But, no, it's, yeah, I've enjoyed the last, you know, couple, well, month, I would say, with the dogs. And it's and it's been, you know, Riley sits right behind me. And it's just it's great because... They are our family. They, yes, they are enjoying yeah. this time immensely, as yeah. as are we. So, yeah, Riley sits behind her daddy, and Finley sits on the floor behind me watching the door for anyone that may come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings us to our last one, which is love and loyalty. I think, too, in addition to just great health care and understanding, love and loyalty are so important to your dog as they reach their senior years because – They have spent their entire lifetime loving you and being loyal to you. And you owe it to them to let them have grace and patience and love in their final years because. Ah, you're getting broken up. 
Yeah, so so you go through so our two puppies that we have, um, they we raised them from, you know, being little bitty puppies that were like just ten weeks old. Yeah, just just learning what the world was about to now they're seniors and they're been a part of our life. He's been part of our life for 16 years, you know. So there's there's uh, a lot of uh, memories, a lot of really loving and caring. And, and if you've gone through anything dramatic in your life, these guys have been there right by your side. Unconditional love. That's the one thing that has always drawn me to to dogs is they have unconditional love and we need to reciprocate that to them, especially as they get older. You know what I always say about that? And I'm sorry, you guys, but you know, (laughs) you get it. Um, I always say that in the English language, to me, it's no mistake that dog is God spelled backwards because God loves us unconditionally. And they, they, this is the reminder I think, of God's love for us. So, um, yeah, you know, don't, I think I get so emotional because I don't understand people who, um, a lot of people will give up their dogs as they age or as they get sick. And um, and I don't understand it because, mm-hmm. um, you know, your your commitment to your dog is for life. And there are hard times that happen, especially at the end of their years. Um, if you can't afford certain care for your dog, there are low cost vets that will help people who can't pay for yes. surgeries and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I, um, I think it's just such a privilege. It's a privilege and an honor to care for these animals. Yep. And, um, and I just want to express that they, they just, they just, all they want to do is love us eat, <laughs> go chase after things, and then and then lay around and love us some more. So if we can give them love and loyalty in their senior years, that's the biggest gift. I agree. I agree. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, special episode with our special guest, Finley. And uh, we look forward to these each and every time we do one, and they're all special. Uh, this one, I think, is a little, little more special because it hits so close to home for us. And uh, we're just excited that you guys tuned in and uh, listened to this and or watched it on YouTube. Yeah. And we look forward to uh, continuing this in the future. And uh, Megan, will you tell everybody where they can find us? Yeah. First of all, I want to let you guys know I will put links to these two products in the description um, so that you can find out about them. It's awesome. Yeah. Great idea. And um, please give us your comments about things that you do or supplements, anything that you do to help your senior dog. And um, you can find us everywhere online at Dog Nerd Show. So our dog nerd show dot com, dog nerd show at gmail dot com. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And, and we we if you'll excuse me, we're also uh get the fillers out for we're gonna start doing some Zoom interviews. So reach out to us. We'd love to interview you if you've got a story about your your pets, um, you know, how you adopted them or how uh, how they've improved your life. Um uh, Anything like that, please reach out to us. You can uh, reach us at uh, dognerdshow.com or... Uh, Dognerdshow at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah. yeah. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I just 
love you guys for watching and tuning in and um, understanding our passion for dogs. Until next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye.